Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Geekishly Toku Podcast. You're getting two in two weeks because reasons, timing, many things have led to this moment. We could go back, but then it would be just, you know, this is the days of our lives type scenario. So let's just not do that. We're looking forward, but we're appreciating what came before. There you go. Um, actually, I completely forgot about <laughs> the whole basis of recording this week, kind of. Um, the reason we're doing it this week is because, technically speaking... Um, crap, when it'll be... Skype notification go away. On Sunday. Sunday the 14th. It released on Valentine's Day of last year. Of last year, episode zero of this podcast. I'm going to double check that real quick, but... So it's technically been a year since for this you. podcast. For me, yeah. For me... We'll do, we'll do something more fun when it's, when it's, you know, the 29th of June. Yeah, that'll be the one year for the both of us. Which I would consider a more successful podcast, considering... <laughs> so it was the okay, first... actually, it technically came out February 13th. So, tomorrow. Basically. Okay. Either way. Still still the same. So, that's a door. Awesome. Door slamming. I got a new mic, if you couldn't tell. He's got I'm Finally a... in the world of actually professional sounding audio. <laughs> He's got the uh, smaller version, the less expensive version of the one I'm using, which is the Blue Snowball. So, yeah. And he has the snowball ice. I got the ice. blue snowball ice. So it might actually hurt more if I throw it at someone. Because it's not made of snow, it's made of ice. Hey. Had to make the pun. <laughs> Had to. Well, good thing it's not the Yeti. Because I feel like if you threw a Yeti at someone, it would hurt a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. All right. So, yeah, that's why we're recording today, because it's kind of the one-year thing, and yeah. Also, it sort of, you know, resets the balance, because we missed a few weeks here and there. So it's kind of a reset, but not. Yeah, and we'll have to worry about... Actually, no, that's what we're going to do it Saturday. Never mind. <sighs> Conversation. Because yeah, I... I work that day, because I forgot... <laughs> Yeah. I made sure next month I didn't I set it up so I didn't work on those. You days. work every other week, <laughs> every other Fridays. I, yeah, it it's complicated. I get my schedule a, uh, half a month in advance and there's the door again. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of background noise. You're going to hear the door slams on his side and you're going to hear the the cars going by on my side. So yay for insulation. If only I was back in that closet. Right? <laughs> Your closet had the best sound out of everything we've done. We have yet to record in my garage. True. And there's the door again. Could you please stop slamming the damn door? <laughs> oh, wow. This is going to happen a lot tonight because my family's packing up to go away for the weekend. Are you going with them? No. I have to work. Ah. Okay. I work Saturday. I work two shifts tomorrow and Ouch. one shift on Sunday. Ouch. Dude, it's it's money. It's Valentine's Day money for me. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, also, just as a heads up, we don't have much to talk about this week. 
Um, We've got a lot of stuff to talk about in terms of TV shows. Yeah, um, just so you all know. Not so much everything else. uh, Just so you all know, we will not be talking about the Flash Earth 2 two-parter until the next episode because Sean had the idea of putting it in a one-episode thing and I kind of agreed, so... I've seen it. Kind He's, of like what I was trying to do with Legends of Tomorrow last time, but forgot to do because I'm an idiot. Yeah. We haven't <laughs> talked about Le- we, we haven't talked about Legends of Tomorrow at all. <laughs> Which we're gonna go through all of it today, even yeah. though you haven't caught up yet. <laughs> I, I only have not seen this week's episode. I've seen all the rest of them, so Okay. Well you there's really not much there other than shit hits the fan. Yeah. But that's basically every episode with that show. Um Okay, we're just going to jump right into things. Um, first thing on the docket is space news. Not uh, that kind of space news, but the, the other kind of space news. Not There's a lot of type of space, space news. news. Not the actual space news, but more like sci-fi space news. And not the kind with Jedis, but the kind with like, you know... Red shirts. Red shirts dying all the time. And Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yes. In my opinion, one of the, not one of the best, the best captain in Star Trek. People are going to hate me for that, but that's I stick behind that. Um, Wonder what Eric would think. I feel like Eric could do an entire podcast on that. Oh, wait, he does. The Starfleet... <laughs> what is it? Starfleet Escape. Starfleet Escape podcast, yeah. Same network, he has the Ranger Command Power Router. So if you like Star Trek, head on over there. Uh, crap, what's the name of the place? The uh, Four-Eyed Radio Network. Four-Eyed... Damn, see, this is why I like having you here. Because I know random things, but can't remember TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> so so there you go. On the Four-Eyed Radio Network is Starfleet Escape podcast, which also has the Ranger Command Power Hour, and a lot of other podcasts. Um, that you might want to be interested in. So yeah, have at it. Uh, but back to the news. Uh, Brian Fuller to showrun new Star Trek show, which I'm happy about because they came out with the idea for a Star Trek show like sometime early last year, I want to say, if not before that, and then just all of the news about it stopped. And then I think maybe a little bit of news might have popped up about some sort of like trouble they were having to get it off the ground and then it stopped like all news stopped again and now we're back with more news about brian fuller being the showrunner um it's a good thing for star trek fans because he's a former writer for voyager and deep space nine but there's a small small wrinkle the first episode the pilot will air on on cbs then move to their new streaming service, CBS All Access, which is $7 a month. And be, supposedly be... Supergirl's moving there, too. Huh. If Ace of Geeks is anything to go off of. Ace, I, Ace of Geeks is a definite reliable source, I can tell you that one. Um, but also rumor has it that he's teaming up with Brian Singer, you know, the guy who made the X-Men movies, to do this. I, I I'm not good with directors and stuff. I know the big ones like you know uh, Spielberg and Lucas and Del Toro and that type yeah. of stuff. But but yeah. And the one thing that's very interesting is there's the quote 
at the very end, uh, it'll boldly go where no Star Trek series has gone before. Dun, dun, dun! Alright. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's... Oh, series. Okay, series makes sense, yeah. I was like, I don't know, because, I mean, we've got Star Trek Fast and the Furious going on in theater soon, so, I mean... It's entirely oh, yeah. possible they've gone there before, but then they said series, so... The TV shows. Yeah. It's like DC all over again, man. Um, so... I mean, I'm curious. We haven't had a Star Trek series since Enterprise. Well, there was that fan series, but that wasn't technically a real series. Doors. I'm just ignoring him. If we hear him, just move on. It's the same thing with cars. I'm just moving on. Okay. (laughs) Unless it's really loud. Um, so they're moving it to their new streaming service, ensuring tons of nerds pay seven bucks a month for this in Supergirl. Or, at least, CBS is hoping. This could either be the first salvo in an entirely new TV model, you know, over-the-top, sort of, uh, a la carte model, or the internet will pirate the show, CBS will freak out, and cancel it on us. I'm gonna say it's gonna be the latter. It's more than likely going to be the latter, and it's gonna move from streaming back to TV because of it. Hopefully. I mean, CBS has probably got room for it. I mean, I don't know why they... I mean, like, with all the success that they see with CW and their their sci-fi type shows, why would they think, huh, let's move it behind a paywall. That'll be good business, right? Right? And then everything just falls apart and they blame the consumer. And it's like, no, fuck you. This is what TV networks (laughs) like to do is they're trying to get ahead of the game because HBO now has the HBO Now, which is on Apple services, which is an over-the-top HBO streaming service. So people who don't need a cable subscription and an HBO subscription to watch this on their stuff. I realize that. (laughs) But HBO is... That one's taking... Well, yeah. HBO is a channel you have to pay for. In order to get normally, unless you have like some sort of weird digital cable package, but again, you're paying more to get HBO. But see, the we're talking about CBS are money so much. The networks themselves are losing so much money each year; they're barely they're barely squeaking by, which is why a lot of them are consolidating. Which is why a lot of them are now creating a lot of their shows in house. Which is why. That's how they get most of their money, is the shows made in-house in their in-house studios. Warner Brothers is doing great. Because they have Supergirl. They have Flash, Arrow, um, Legends well, see, of Tomorrow, then that begs the Supernatural, question. Gotham, Lucifer, etc., etc., etc. Then that would beg the question of why CBS would want to put Supergirl behind the paywall. I mean, especially with this upcoming Flash episode that has... Or not Flash, uh, the the episode with Flash in it. Like, you think that would be enough for people to realize, hey, Supergirl's popular, let's leave it where everybody can see it rather than a small select few who pay for it. It makes no logical sense at all, and it's money-grabbing, and it pisses me off. (laughs) No, definitely. I agree. It's... It's not going to work the way it should. 
I'm in, a, I'm in a TV. I'm in taking a bunch of TV courses this semester, and I'm learning a lot about how networks work. And if if the if networks go the over the top payment method, things like ESPN are going to be forty bucks a month. Things like FX, FXX, and all those other channels that also the channels that very small amounts of people watch are going to be crazy ridiculously high because it's not packaged with a channel that everyone watches. So something like TBS might run you 10 bucks a month, might run you 7 bucks a month. But something like oh, I don't know, the Food Network will cost you 20, 30 bucks a month if that goes yeah, over the top. See, and again, that's dumb. ESPN will be like 40, 50 bucks because not that many people use ESPN. The reason why ESPN is so successful is because it's making money from the subscriptions th- through the cable packages as well as the ad revenue. But the ad revenue is shrinking so much because of DVRs and people watching it after a specific window. I just... I'm just pissed. Like, not, like, not even from the position of not having a job and not having money. It's just overall... Like, Netflix is perfect because you pay $7 a month and you get all of that. Yes, I mean, like, Doctor Who's gone, so they can just get rid of stuff like that pretty damn quick. But at the same time, how many different TV shows do you have? How many different movies do you have? From different genres to anime to sci-fi movies to everything. And it's $7 a month. To random documentaries about weed. Exactly. It, and it doesn't make any sense that one place thinks that their service is worth $30 a month. It makes no sense whatsoever. It is the biggest money-grabbing bullshittery that I have ever heard or ever seen in my life. And that is sad. CBS is going to try this. They already have their premium streaming service out already. Nobody uses it because there's no exclusive stuff to it. It's just to allow you to watch your stuff on your mobile devices. And well, the big the bigger thing they could do is if they really want people to buy this, do what some people do with Patreon. Put it up a day or two early for the people who have the service so they can watch it early and then make everybody wait. Because it might make people buy the service, and my people say, I can wait an extra two days. I don't care. Yeah. And I, then that, I expect mean, this to work, like, not at all. It's going to go for a year, and then it's going to crash and burn. I mean, hell, look at Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, for everybody that has a paid subscription, the new episodes for the anime come out when they come out. For everybody else that doesn't pay, they have to wait a week. Yeah, it's the and that's, same and that's thing. perfect. It's the same thing with how Rooster Teeth runs things too, except if you have their free account, you can watch the stuff on their site a week early. Episodes of Ruby don't show up on YouTube until a week after. And same with Red Just, versus like. I'm just saying, you can make money, but at the same time still benefit from the people that can't do the service. Because there's a lot of people, like me, who who even, even in your position, you have a job, you're getting money, but you're also in school. 
So there's a lot of reasons why you would not be able to afford $7 a month for this service on top of whatever other payments you have to do. So if they if they would lose our type of demographic, that's pretty big in my opinion. The eighteen and you're gonna the eighteen to forty nine demographic is the biggest for that very reason, and it's going to these this show is going to suffer because of putting it behind a paywall. Oh yeah, like 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 the it's, like the article says. It's one thing put to it make behind... it a Hulu exclusive or an Amazon Prime exclusive, or even a Netflix exclusive, because there's already an installed user base. This yeah. CBS streaming app doesn't really have a user base, and that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to take their biggest shows, put them on the paywall, and then hope that it follows. Well, if they and were really it's going to do that with their biggest gonna. shows, it wouldn't be these two. It would be the NCIS trilogy. It would That's be true. Your, it would have been the CSI shows. It would have been all the crime dramas because that's what CBS is known for. It is known for its crime procedurals. And then it's crazy wacky shows after. Crime <laughs> procedurals, sitcoms, crazy wacky shows. That is the order of progression with CBS. But yeah, I, I'm going with the prediction that they're going to try to put it behind the paywall... Nobody's going to buy the paywall, and then the show is going to get canceled, and we're screwed. It's going to be like this. The pilot episode, its ratings is going to peak. It's going to hit astronomical levels. And then when episode two releases on the app, it'll be minuscule in comparison, and CBS will have to make that decision to figure out how to put it on the line. Or, you know, just make it a CBS.com exclusive that's sort of free for that first season, and then work season two in into the into the schedule afterwards because yeah. i mean just look at cora legend of cora it was oh, taken yeah. out halfway well, through season book three and left digital and then eventually they, they reincorporated it back into the schedule see cora was different it's a, it's different cora, but same in the, in the same aspect cora, like, cora was taken off nickelodeon because the show had started to skew into more adult like fan service where it wasn't really going with a story around the same world it started to do things that it hadn't done before and nickelodeon looked at it and said that's not really the demographic we're looking for so we're going to throw it on the internet for the rest of it and that's what they did you know and it it kind of peaked when you know, the one queen was suffocated to death on screen. So that's why Korra was put on the internet. But eventually, it wasn't because it but was. But eventually, a, they aired the, the entirety of book three and book four on Nickelodeon. Was it Nickelodeon or Nicktoons? Okay, it was it was Nicktoons. There you go. That's why. <laughs> it was Nicktoons. But it's still made broadcast TV. That's what I'm trying to say is even though the season was made online exclusive beforehand, it was eventually well, reincorporated later on. That's the point I, I was trying consi- to get at. I consider Nicktoons more of a side channel because it is a more hey, buy this cable packet, this digital cable package, and you get Nicktoons. Nickelodeon is the main channel. That's where everybody looks. Mm-hmm. That's where all of the eyes are. So they said, okay, Cora's done. 
we need something. Well, it's like this show ended. Well, we've got some. We've got to put something else on there. It's all right, fine. Just throw Cora on there. It's a side channel. Nobody watches it anyway. So that's what they did. Right, but it's still it's still made TV. That's that's what I'm trying to get at. Is that CBS is if this doesn't work out, CBS is going to put the rest of the season up for free. And then somehow try to reincorporate it back into the into the schedule. That's the point I was trying to make. Not one one can only hope because that's the only way I'm going to be able to see it unless I pirate it. Yep, because they're assholes. But who knows what's going to happen? It may. This may be what you were talking about earlier that that's going to be time delayed. That episode. Two is going to show up on the streaming service first, and then later on down the line, it's going to air on CBS because it doesn't make sense that they would not air it on their channel proper because of oh I don't know the shit ton of eyes they're going to get. Yeah, like I said, they if they put it behind the paywall, they're not going to get as much viewership as they could. Right. And it's it's going to fail miserably. Exactly. And they'll and they'll go one of two routes. Like I said, they'll either cancel it or they'll put it on television. I hope it's the latter rather than the former, but you never know with big business cable places. And, okay. You know, networks. That's where I was And I for. think that's all we got to say on that. <laughs> After like 15, 20 minutes. Oh, it's about 20 minutes, yeah. I mean, that was a good conversation. Yeah. That wasn't just like ranting yeah. about just That is what this podcast things. is all about. Is deep conversation. That was an actual, like, nonsense. Intele- that was an intellectual conversation. Well, yeah, because I finally know something for once about television. <laughs> this is why I love being the major that I am. I will I will admit, the classes, the, the class that you just kind of described, I didn't take in college. So the curriculum must be different. Yeah. Well, the professor himself used to be a TV exec, so he knows the business. Oh, that's cool. But see, I wish I could to- move there and take the take your classes. <laughs> Shifting topics. Uh, we mentioned Ready Player One a long ass time ago, back when it was sort of announced, and uh, it had a release date of December fifteenth, twenty seventeen. But there's something a little more culty and acclaimed that's sort of supposed to show up there after being moved there from a galaxy far, far away. So Ready Player One is being moved to March, the end of March of 2018, because of Star Wars. Unfortunately. Because Star Wars was pushed. (sighs) Yeah. So... It sucks because this is this is definitely one of the like I you know I've said before on this podcast I don't get really like oh my god oh my god about things this I am oh my god about because I've listened to the audiobook I don't know how many times uh, the book itself is amazing and if you haven't read it or listened to the audiobook uh, read by Will Wheaton do it it is worth. It it is worth the hours it's going to take for you to listen to her. If I wasn't a full time college student who worked, who had to do stuff around the house, and did this, and wrote for a website, I'd have time to do it. Well, it's not really you personally. I know. I'm just throwing that out to anybody because I've just so 
busy, especially because not this weekend, but next weekend, the show that I write reviews for is finally back. GOTG? It moved to Sundays, so that's a little more manageable for me, which is excellent. That's good for you, bad for the network. Whenever they move stuff like that to Sundays, it already got renewed for season two, so it's fine. It was renewed oh, for season two after the second episode. <laughs> I wrote wow. up an entire, like, well, it was right before New York Comic Con, and they announced it at New York Comic Con. So I was the one who wrote up everything oh, okay. for that. And Amazing Spider-Man Season 4 is happening, and, you know, a lot of other fun stuff happening with Marvel Animation, and I'm excited. Understandable. Um... So, I'm just dis- I'm disappointed. We have to wait an extra like four months, four and a half months ish. Uh, three and a half, because it's December fifteenth yeah. to March thirtieth, so it's three months and fifteen yeah. days. So we have to wait a little bit longer, and I mean it was already, you know, the end of next year, so to wait an extra three months, I feel like is manageable. I just can't wait to see it. I want to see if they can manage to pull off everything they did in the book. Because if they manage to pull off everything in the book, wow. Well, That is going to be a freaking crazy movie. Supposedly, it's going to cover the information on the first book and the second book that he wrote. If you look further at the last paragraph of the article. Oh, Armada. Yeah. I didn't read Armada. Well, now you have to. I assumed it I assumed it was an entirely different book. Yeah, I might have to now. But yeah, so that's a little tidbit on that. And the final piece of sort of ish news before we get into the good stuff is another Batman Superman trailer that I'm still not that excited about that I'm not going to watch. Uh I you have not watched this trailer? No. You have to. Uh, Do it now. Okay, okay, okay. this is me we're talking about. Every single trailer we have seen till this point, I've been just completely meh about. This trailer changed everything. For a perfect example, Andre Blacknerd, he did a review of this trailer. Holy shit. He pretty much thought everything I did. Every single trailer that came before this one was just nothing. It was just, you know, like someone scared trying to, I'm just going to quickly throw something together and throw it out there. This, this is a trailer someone actually took the time to think out what they were going to put in the trailer. And I think Andre said something like, it it fleshed out Batman's character. Well, you also see Batman kick ass. It shows us, yeah. It shows us where Batman's head is during all of this. And we haven't had that. It's just been all like action, action, loud sounds, loud sounds. Oh my god, it's dark. Batman versus Superman. That's it. That's all Ooh, it's been. I like this the is new not that type design. of trailer. It's yeah. not tank like and I mean, bulky like the Dark Knights was. And we got to see a good shot of uh, uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She pl- She was. Common clothes like Diana, and then, like, the very next scene was her from, like, the Is She With You part of the movie. And overall, like, this this trailer 
had me hyped in ways that no other trailer before this had done. And that's saying something. Because every single trailer that came before this was just, like, just unneeded. Wow. And Okay, I've... See? I'm a little more excited for this movie now. Told you. I mean, even j- just the scene of Superman going to punch Batman and Batman throws up the arm and Superman's like, what the hell just happened? It was made... That made the trailer. Fairly interesting. Because because it kind of goes against the argument that I have said for years is that everybody says Batman is the best superhero. And I'm like, you're kidding, right? Like, I know know, saying Superman is the best is cliche, but it's Superman. He has... Like every single power you could ever think of flight, speed, the eye laser things, the whole like breathing out the ice and the one thing oh, though, air that stuff. people don't realize is Superman's powers grow the more America's ego grows because Superman symbolizes America, he symbolizes the idea. So originally, he didn't really have that many powers, but as we grew more narcissistic as a nation he became more godlike batman on the other hand has a lot of the plot power that deadpool supposedly has batman knows how to kill every single member of the justice league he has specifically oh, yeah. thought up of plans to kill every member of the justice league including himself Oh, because well, I know I'm, I'm rewatching uh, Justice League. It's mentioned in Justice League. It's mentioned in Young Justice. It's mentioned in the comics. It's never once mentioned in the movies because we've never really had a Justice League movie per se. But yeah, because uh, there was an episode where uh, um, crap, what happened? Oh, yeah, it was um, damn it, the robot that copied everybody's powers. Do you know what I'm talking about? Maniac. No. No. It Fuck. it was a robot that uh the Ivor the Doctor Ivor that helps Luke uh Luke Lex with his uh machine soup thing because he's dying of the co- the constant kryptonite exposure. No idea. He may Amazo, I wanna say is the name of it. Okay. And that sounds about right. It it, it literally it literally it, it scans the it scans every member of the Justice League and gets their powers. Yeah, I think um, it was amazing because he's in Young Justice as well. He shows up in an episode of Young Justice. And the well, only way that... Like I said, I'm making my way through. Yeah. And the only way that they were able to defeat um, him was by some strange method that no one ever thought of. Oh. Uh, because I know in the Justice League episode, uh, they surrounded Amazo... And that was after he copied Superman, and Batman just pulls out Kryptonite and just holds it up to him. And Amazo panics, and he's like, uh, and then flies away. And uh, Hot Girl goes, you just have that on you at all times? And he said something like, yeah, I always have it with me, just in case, and then puts yeah, it Yeah, Young Justice had something where Amazo was split into multiple parts, and he was put back together by the end of the episode, or towards the end of the episode, and they had to fight him, and blah, blah, blah. But I it's, wonder if it was the same Amazo. It's the same character. It's not the same iteration of the character. Because Young Justice and Justice League are two separate timelines. 
See, and that sucks because that would have been pretty sick. They come out with Young Justice. The and it problem takes place in being the League that world. Justice League's Flash is Wally West, while Young Justice's oh, is true. still Barry Allen. See, I feel like that's the only thing. That is literally the, like, if you think about it, that's really the only thing that was holding it back. Well, and by that time, was Batman's that... Robin was already Nightwing. And... No, he was Robin in the it, first well, one. He, became... he didn't become Nightwing until but second But I'm talking season. about in um, Justice League. Because what Justice League... Did that happen in Unlimited? I believe so, but just... Okay, because I haven't watched I haven't Justice watched League Justice League Unlimited in a while. Sort of, so I, of a carryover from Batman the Animated Series and Superman the Animated Series. It's that sounds about it's right. Sort of, I think it's yeah, the, the same, same voice, voice actors. actors. It's also probably the same carryover with the story. But holy cow, that should be fun. The movie I might the actually movie? see yeah. that before it goes to the cheap theaters. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I I was still surprised. Me and my mom were still surprised that uh, there was. A oh Star no, there's Wars still there's still Star Wars showings going on now. And that how and that how many people showed up for it? Because like I said, we filled up at least half of the upper. Well, what if the first Avengers movie theater. came out? It came out in May and was still in theaters up until about middle of September. Yeah. Wow. Because I watched it That's crazy. my first time in August. And it was still in major theaters by then. It was already coming out on DVD I before mean, it, was... it went left theaters. That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah. Now, on to the TV shows. So we're starting off with the Monday shows with Supergirl. Yep. Episode 12, Bizarro. So it starts basically with Oh what? This, this is bad. I just thought of this. Huh. I'm just gonna let you know. I have a D and D game on Monday nights. Uh-huh. And it starts at eight o'clock. So for the past three weeks, I have not seen Super. Okay. Real. I will do my best not to destroy the entire episode. Um I mean, at this point, I really don't care because of how far right. behind I am. Um, and it's, you know, I'm not like crazy. I'm not as invested okay. in Supergirl as I am in Flash. Flash is well, one I make sure I watch. remember seeing that girl with the black eyes in um, Lord's, uh, like, secret room? Yeah, that mm-hmm. uh, Hank tried to get out, but then she ends up becoming couldn't. Bizarro. Because Lord has been doing some uh, gene therapy to her to create to turn her into a Kara lookalike, but with the exact opposite powers. So flame breath, freeze ray eyes. Um, instead of being instead of being uh, wow. hurt by kryptonite, she's strengthened by kryptonite. So she's literally a mirror huh. image of Supergirl. And instead of this one being from the Bizarro world, which is where normally the Bizarro heroes come from, like Bizarro Superman, she was created by Maxwell Lord, who, until recently, I found out he's actually supposed to be a super-powered person. 
Yeah, I found that out too. Yeah, he's courtesy of my friend sort of Andy powers. from the Flash so he podcast might. and everywhere else. Well, I heard it from uh, source-fed nerds, superhero yeah. around. So, so because of DJ Woldridge, because DJ Woldridge is and the term amazing. Bizarro was coined by Cat, and uh, it was more of a cliffhanger from the episode prior to it, where Kara is sitting at home with. Alex and they're watching TV and Supergirl just saved a plane or something. Okay. Yeah, I saw that one. She was stupid. She was total. She's just. I'm not gonna get out of my Supergirl costume. I'm just gonna sit here because you know, I felt like it. Um, <laughs> because yeah, you know, for plot so, purposes. So uh, blah blah blah. Uh, Bizarro also talks like a cave woman, like any Bizarro person from the Bizarro world. They don't really talk normal. They more talk like Cookie Monster. Yeah. Can huh. I ask, what was the war, was the girl who played Su- uh, Bizarro the same girl who played Supergirl? I on don't know. Because I think she was. Because I know while watching the superhero roundup, they mentioned because they were talking about Tom Welling. He the possibility really of him coming back, and yeah, and one of them said that the Supergirl from his universe was Bizarro in this universe. Uh, Smallville episode uh, Supergirl. Uh, um, US TV let's series. See, let's see, Laura Van Der Voot. She was in Ted. She was in the first Ted movie. Oh yeah, no, she was Indigo in Supergirl, the TV show. I think, if memory serves me right, yeah, she was not. She didn't play Bizarro. Supergirl. Here we go. Hope Lauren. Is that her name? Uh, the Supergirl What's in her name? Smallville was Laura Vandervoort. Vandervoort. So, no. Huh. <laughs> guess that solves that mystery. Um, I guess so. But, yeah. Uh, um... So, Kara's also on a date with Adam because she bailed out on Adam beforehand. Adam being Kat's kid, for those of you who don't know. Um, so, the DEO swoops in and fires Kryptonite at her, but instead of weakening her, it increases Bizarro's strength. But it destroys her likeness to Supergirl, so it kind of deforms her. And makes her kind of resemble what a traditional Bizarro character would look like. Sort of messed up face, face like droopy. It, Yeah. If you saw the Superman animated series, I think Bizarro Superman was in a few episodes. And they eventually end up creating Reverse Kryptonite. Because, you know. Um, and they take her down with it. But unknown if it'll ever come back. 
she brings in they bring in Maxwell Lord, so now he's currently hanging out in the DEO base, being his douchey little self. And at one point, Kara gets uh, kidnapped by Bizarro while she's on a date with Adam. And then she ends up breaking up with Adam by the end of, of the episode, and Adam leaves National City, which pisses off Cat, which plays into the next episode. Fun fact, though, the actors, the actors who play Kara and Adam, they're actually married in real life. <laughs> so that's fun. a fun little thingy. Um, James admits that he does love Kara. He does love Kara. Despite still being with uh, bitch face Lucy, <sighs> I'm tired of this. Um, I really am. I'm just tired of all the. I mean, seriously, we. This is season one of Supergirl. We are. What twelve? I'm gonna say what by. Is that was that episode twelve or thirteen that the breakup happened? Oh, the, the like the Adam leaving that was 12. The city. I haven't even gotten into was that twelve or thirteen. Okay, so we are twelve episodes into this story. She has now been in a relationship with well, not in a relationship. She has gone out with two guys who is she, who she has said no. I don't like Adam, you that way. The reason being, and then is she doesn't want him to get hurt. Really? Are we really pulling a flash yeah. here? I am so tired of freaking relationships in these movies. And these uh, these TV shows, things. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's, it's just so many cliches. Like, I've, I've actually started to put into my normal cat, my, my normal uh, vernacular. What's the word? Vocabulary. Vocabulary, vernacular, whatever of the CinemaSin stuff, you know, like I don't want to be with you because I'm too afraid you're gonna be hurt. Cliche, ding! It's like fucking hell. I do, I do it during watching movies. I do it during watching cartoons, TV shows. Doesn't matter. I'll just sit there and I'll see something. Oh, I don't want to be with you because well, I don't want to get you is, hurt. The cliche. reason why she did it in the ding. first place was because Maxwell Lord figured out who she is. And Maxwell Lord is now locked up. Bizarro Supergirl is also locked up and being healed. So it's not really that much of an issue now. The only real issue is we finally get back to the Kryptonians in the following episode. Because by the end of the episode, alien space plant face hugger thing jumps down and uh, attaches itself to Kara. Yeah, I've Which seen the goes pictures. Straight for that. into the next episode where Kara's trapped in her psyche and she's back on Krypton in her psyche. Yeah, I've seen that, and that's where Tiny yeah. Kal-El is Tiny Kal-El introduced. And blah blah blah. Um and this is where Astra and Non create make their plans to start uh to take over the world. Because like every episode of Pinky and the Brain, they want to take over the world. <laughs> Evil people want to take over the world for no other reason yeah. than power. There's also a bunch of Cliche. solar flares going Ding. on, so communications are going down left and right, which is really upsetting Cat Grant because, you know, 
Well, solar, solar flare ex big, machina? Big solar flares. Kara's unconscious in her subconscious because of face plant face hugger thingy. Everything bad happens all at the same time, cliche. Um, Ding! Let's see. <laughs> I'm just gonna start doing that. Like, I'm not even do. I'm not doing it to annoy you. I'm not doing that to annoy the viewers. Listeners. I'm just doing it because it makes sense. Listeners, um, viewers. Hey. This was one of our first Alex-centric episodes because she went out of her way to try to figure out how to bring Kara back. And um, at first she talks to hank hank's like i don't know i'm just a i'm just a martian trapped in a human's body blah 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 which As leads to some does. funny funny instances because he has to take the place of kara later on in the episode because kara can't be found because she's unconscious and <laughs> uh he's talking to uh james and win as kara and he's like i'm i'm the leader of a secret government organization I can handle a media mogul such as herself. And he walks in and Kat just chews Kara out and he's like, makes me wish I was still back in that space prison. <laughs> that was a perfect <laughs> line. Um, then Did you did you know the guy who plays Hank Henshaw I is actually, actually British? Did. Yeah. Because I know they put out a video on Instagram or something like that, thanking all the viewers who watched, uh, who are watching the show. Before I think it was like, af- it was like in between, the, like the parts, yeah. When they went on break before they came back. Then, let's see, let's see. Alex then gets Maxwell Lord to help out in exchange for him getting some pizza in his Netflix account instead of being released early. So at least he's not bored in that Wish bored in that pizza. space prison or not space prison in that underground base prison. Um, Alex badgers the hologram of Kara's mom, and Kara's mom's hologram's like, "I do not have sufficient evidence on this species. I don't have sufficient information on this species." And then she, Alex, just goes off on the hologram. Hologram responds, "I don't have enough information on this species," and Alex is just done. She just storms out of there like, screw you, I'm going to figure this out myself. Eventually, Astra somehow helps because she feels indebted to Kara because Kara helped her out. And um, eventually we get a piece of technology that allows Alex to go into Kara's subconscious. So now Alex is on Krypton and... By this time, Kara's memories of Earth have been virtually eradicated because this plant makes you live your perfect fantasy and you forget about reality. Eventually, before hallucination, Alex is sent to the uh, Phantom Zone. Kara breaks and reality is reset for her and Kara wakes up and they take the plant off. The plant scurries away and... This makes me think of two scenarios. One is actually from Justice League, where um, Doctor Destiny shows up and puts everybody uh, while while every, uh, the Justice League is sleeping, they put them into a dream and turns you know, turns it into a nightmare and all that crap ensues. And then, funnily enough, 
Sean Jones has to go into all of their minds to tell them this is a dream, this isn't real, we need to get out and help everybody else. It also reminds me of an episode mm-hmm. of Doctor Who, which I'm sure special. Sean knows exactly well, which one I'm talking about. It was the Christmas special no. with Santa Claus with the face suckers. That's not the one I was thinking of. I was thinking of the uh, the episode with Tenth Doctor, which was turned left or oh, turned yeah. right. Okay, one of the two, where Donna has the bug on her back, and instead of turning, I think it was like instead of turning left to do what she was supposed to, the bug told her to turn right, and everything changed, yeah, like including but it the also Doctor dying. Me of that. Nick Frost as Santa Christmas special with the face suckers. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I didn't think of that one, but yeah, that's also... Yeah. I mean, essentially so it was the same, kind of the same being thing. Okay. Um, and it's the four of them, I believe. Uh, it's Kara, uh, Alex, Wynn, and James. Kara comes home after being debriefed and everything, and the three others are cleaning her, cleaning the apartment. And then they have pizza and ice cream. While a James Bay song is playing over the end of it. Yep. Just let it go. Hipster music. Yeah, because I do have notes on this episode. (sighs) I actually took notes for this specific episode. If I can find it. If there's anything else that I forgot. Um, Oh, right. Uh the kryptonians are trying to destroy the space out like trying to destroy the communications and kara is pissed like when she finds non she is kicking his ass six ways to sunday and eventually non leaves because reasons because he destroys a satellite and kara has to stop the satellite from falling over Oh, and Alex may have killed Astra, and Hank may have tried to cover for it. Um, because Alex just huh. happened to have a Kryptonian or a Kryptonite blade. Just because. And pretty much just impaled her. Well, I feel like it's the Bat. It, it, well, they had Kryptonite it's rounds. The Batman they had scenario, Kryptonite just in like, case. tank rounds you know. and bullets in the last episode to deal with bizarro supergirl so this it's not with not outside the realm of possibility so that was supergirl speeding on over to last week's flash yep i have to make segues speeding um another sort of wally west-esque episode oh this one's actually written by my friend andy oh cool no no, he wrote. Wow, the your friend Andy wrote the episode Hot to catch damn. myself up on. I forgot that he wrote for this. <laughs> I know, I'm kidding. That I used. <laughs> um, Francine's dead. That that's just uh, yeah. So we have the new metahuman tar pit, which literally is basically like Clayface or um, or Plasmius from Teen Titans. Huh. Do me a favor. Remind me who Francine Wally is. Wally and uh, Iris's mom. She died of cancer. Right. Yep. Yeah, okay. But she died off screen. So yeah. It's all coming back to there me. There wasn't now. someone dying yeah. off screen. Uh, oh, and Harry steals Barry's 
like two percent of Barry's speed for zoom, which causes a piece of glass to fly this... straight into Iris's chest later on. See, I, I was going. There were things I don't remember what I was going to say, but there were things I were going. I was going to say last week that you brought up, and I was going to bring up the stuff that happened in this episode, but I couldn't because you hadn't seen it yet. And now I don't remember what I was going to say, so... Yay. But Wally's still doing his street racer thingy, because, you know, go speed racer, go speed racer, go. Um, Tar Pit yeah. was kind of just there. He kind of just was like, I'm alive! Literally, it was a... They dug up part of the ground where the, the tar facility was... And it was almost a Rita Repulsa moment of, like, after ten years, I'm finally... Or after a year, I'm finally freaking free. <laughs> and... Yeah, something The like way that. they figure that out is they just... Yeah. Stuff happens. Um, and... The villain's taken care of, thrown into the pipeline. I think... Oh, Harry was sent into the pipeline because he stole some of Barry's speed to then later be let out so they can go to Earth 2. Which I saw like five yep. minutes of the next episode, so. I will get to it, okay? Oh, it's so good. Oh, Joe went all uh, Hulk <laughs> on Harry. Just kind of beating the living snot out of him. Which, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Also, I just also I just want to point out uh, when someone interviewed Robbie Amell about how he came back to play Deathstorm, and he said that oh, it felt good to kill a series regular. Let's just say I now know what he means, and the viewer, uh, the listeners do as well. <laughs> I have a weird feeling I know who it is, but I'm not going to say it. I would say, you know, tell me, but then if I said exactly. yes or no, then it would be spoilers. <laughs> That's why I'm not saying anything until after the fact. But... I, re I, I really want to, like, just say, like, a couple that, like, no, it's not going to happen. But... But, Arrow... Doing too much, so... We have yeah. the return of Roy, I believe? Yeah. This was the return of Roy... And by far the worst named supervillain of all time. Cisco the is upset. He's like, really? The calculator? And I'm sitting here like, okay, great. When are they going to bring Calendar Man in? That would be, it would have been perfect to bring him on for Valentine's him Day. Him and Cupid coming back? It would have back? been perfect. Because it would, it, it, it would have been a have way... we do have Cupid in the Suicide Squad. Incorporate... It wouldn't... If they brought back Calendar Man for Valentine's Day, it would be a good... It'd be a good way to maybe have a little bit of levity in the story. Because it's all like, in your face! And then, you know... If they just had a little bit of levity with Calendar Man on Valentine's Day where he tries to, like, stop people from falling in love, but then they just don't take him seriously and then they just send him to jail. I mean, it, it would have been a good way to have some levity and still kind of, like, have something for that. that yeah. Quote, so pretty much power. everyone hates Star City right now. 
because uh, it seems like every week someone's just trying to kill everyone. Um, and it's basically just a hack-off between Felicity and, a spoiler alert, the calculator's her dad. And it's just a hack-off between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Roy's back. Roy gets shot with an arrow. That was funny. Um, yeah. There was really, really wasn't much else to this episode. Other than it was a hack off and that Roy's back. And that Thea is still dying. Quite slowly. Oh, wait. No, Nissa did something and we found Katana. And it was Nissa versus Katana. And, yeah. And then Nissa pops up at the end of the episode is like, I have something that could save your sister, but you have to kill Malcolm. I'm like, why? With the ultimatums. That's a, that's, again, that's the other thing the show has. is I can't do this until you've done this. Well, I mean, it's like, it comes okay. back in a weird way the following episode, which is by far my favorite twist on the entire thing. Um, Laurel really twist. didn't do much. She was just like, "Hi." Well, she does. She does. Laurel stuff never does anything. 13. Nissa needs her own spinoff, as this article is saying, because it's Nissa, and I would love to see <coughs> Nissa's spinoff. And Thea's still dying. Thea's still dying. And Roy was back for an episode. And was like, "Bye." And. He's got to do other. Well, yeah, he's got to leave yeah. because he's on a new show. Episode, yeah. <laughs> well, sort of. The... And they have uh, oh, Felicity's dad showing up to the conference thingy, where she, she reve- where Felicity reveals the new battery thingy, Majigger. That, and then that plays into the following episode, okay. where Felicity and the calculator try to make amends and. Really, the calculator's just a douchebag, so, you know, why give him a shot anyways? <laughs> um, Merlin finally has something to do this season other than, my daughter is injured, you'll pay for this. Because that's literally all he's done this entire season. <clears throat> I mean, minus the name drop oh, yeah. John Constantine a few episodes He back, just shows up, he hasn't he's done like... much else. I mean, it's like, I mean, that's his whole thing. He's like, he shows up out of nowhere. What are you doing here? I heard my daughter was in danger, so I'm here to help. And then he disappears. A couple episodes later, oh, Merlin's back. What are you doing here? I heard Thea's in danger, so I'm back to help. Oliver is still technically married to Nyssa. So, um, what really happens towards the end of this episode really doesn't make sense because I'm pretty sure you can only be married to one person in Nanda Parbat. Because they're still technically married. There's no romantic anything between them. They're just like, yeah, yeah. I'm your husband. You're my wife. Blah blah blah. And Nissa Oliver tries to do the diplomatic thing, and it's like, it. Malcolm gives the ring to Nissa. Nissa gives the lotus to Malcolm. Malcolm goes and heals his daughter. But Malcolm's like, nah. I'm just going to try to fight her and kill her instead because I'm Malcolm Merlin. 
And then you see video Seriously. of the two actors dancing together. <laughs> I have. I have. Did you, have you seen that? Um, okay. <laughs> They're doing like a like a square dance. And then by the end of the episode, crazy there's the death combat thing. And, and then Oliver's like, it's Nissa versus oh, Merlin, and it's about to happen. And then Oliver's like, wait, I'm her husband. I'm going to do this. And Merlin gets his ass kicked. Oh, and he loses his hand. Then loses his title as Roz, which is then given to Nyssa. Nyssa then dissolves the band of the League of Assassins and throws the ring in the fire. And Malcolm's just like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) And then we find out that Malcolm is teaming up with Damien and um, paints a target on Oliver's son's back. And Damien's like, oh, there's wow. a son. This news I did not know. I'm not going to kill you after all. Basically, because Damien Dark is just a sick, twisted motherfucker and is my favorite part of this entire show. <laughs> I I feel like they're doing with the grave what Power Slash Rangers Gold Ranger. did with the White Ranger. Yeah. Like, with the White Ranger, you know, you had the Richie character. You had uh, the Black Friend, which I can't remember his name was. And then it ended up being Tommy again. Billy? You know, with the Gold Ranger, it was, is it, you know, is it, uh, is it Billy? You know, is Jason, it this person? Back- no, actually, it's, oh, it's the person we've, no. Well, well, no, it's like, it's a person we've never met before. Oh, well, now he's got to pass it on. Okay, well, fine. It's Billy. Oh, he can't be Billy. He's back from okay, the Peace Conference, but uh, where's okay, that? Oh, Jason's back. Yay, Jason's back. <laughs> There's a simple explanation for that. We don't mention it. So, now... Yeah. It's like the Dear John... It's like the... Now, the it John seems like Billy's going to be the Dear one John who ends up in the grave instead of everyone else we've decided was going to be in the in the grave. I mean, people, you know, people are throwing yeah. out Diggle, people throwing, people in throwing Captain, out Felicity's or, yeah, mom, Captain Lance. Uh, people, Lance, you know, Thea, you know, the mother of the child, and now they're going with, you know, the child, and I think they've even said when, uh, um, the, the Connor, oh. the Connor Hawk we see, yeah, he's in not going to be his son, tomorrow, but will not be it his might son. be. It could have been Sandra, Sandra Hawk, who is who we saw in the first Flash Arrow crossover in mm. uh, Jitters. I think that might be William's mom. Yeah. Though I'm not entirely so, sure. So it begs the question on. It's like, again. They're, they're going to play this it's out. It's not going to be a season as long as they can, and then it's just going to going to be either the penultimate episode or the episode before it, because Oliver's done, and Felicity's like, "You need to kill that son of a bitch," which leads it down either his son yeah. or Felicity's mom. That's the only two that it makes yeah. sense to be. I, it's I feel, one or the other, I feel and I'm like not going to put is, my money yeah. on either because I don't like being wrong. 
I mean, I feel like it could be. See again, I feel I feel like it could be anybody at this point because, I mean, like if Thea dies, Felicity would act that way. If her mom dies, she would clearly act that way. I feel like if his son died, she wouldn't act the same way. She wouldn't be like, "Yes, no," the kid's but she dead. realizes Ha-ha. that Oliver is. But sad, it would be like Oliver's sad, sad. She's sad because this is. But it also depends. Well, Felicity's always also, sad. Those two, she cries in every episode because of how late Barry shows up. If it were any other character, Barry would be there, literally in a flash. Pardon the pun. It also depends. We also don't know what was happening in the Flash universe at the time. Well... If they're going to tie everything in... You know, I mean, something could happen where he doesn't... Ma- he yeah, can't make it to the funeral before and we he just gets this there for late. Too long, we got to go to our second favorite so, time travel show. Or third favorite? Because Flash has time travel elements, but this one's blatant time travel, so it would be our second favorite blatant time travel show. Yeah. And the other one we won't get back It'll have a Christmas special at the end of this year, and then we won't see it again for another year. Because, screw... No, it's that we get the Christmas special, and then I think he's... And we won't see it I think he said he's doing a final season. August of the following year. Because reasons. But, Legends of Tomorrow, pilot part one... Rip decides to gather the heroes. They get their mission. Rip is basically the doctor, but not a time lord. Uh, Vandal Savage is a douche, as per usual, and not much else has happened. Um, The team comes together, and they're all like, why the hell did you bring us together? Because you guys are going to be legends, blah, 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 blah. Which is total BS because they're the most insignificant characters on the timeline, apparently. Unless they complete their mission, because if they complete their mission, they'll become legends. Um, let's see. They go to the 70s. And... There's a very interesting or, uh, moment with Sarah and uh, Leonard and Mick in the bar, and one of the guys is hitting on her, and she's like, "No, but uh, your oh, boyfriend is more scene. my type." And then bar brawl, because reasons. <laughs> because this is Sarah fucking because, Lance. Because Sarah. <laughs> and Sarah seems like she's gonna be more of the vocal character. Well, she's gotten a lot of character development in four uh, episodes. I disagree. So at least a more focal character these four True. Oh, definitely. It so seems- is Snart, though. Like, I feel like Snart is becoming the full... Like, besides Rip Hunter, well, Snart is becoming is the like Rip, main focus of the, the show. Hawks and basically Sarah and Leonard right now. Rip, in the extent that by episode four, some time shenanigans happens, and shit happens and hits the fan. But Sarah with the bloodlust, and Sarah training with 
uh, Kendra, where Kendra needs to figure out how to use her wild side. Sarah needs to calm hers down. So they're working together to reach the same sort of goal. To sort of, huh? Also, can I ask a can I ask a favor? Okay. Can we not but, talk about four? Because I do kind of want to watch that one. Okay. Well, that's with the Arrow. Only thing I didn't I'm care talk about, about with episode four. This one I kind of care about. Them, they fight, I, and, and I've seen the picture, like gifts of her, like tossing they the fight, tossing the and stick. And also, to they Kenya. introduce that's all I've seen the capsule version of the translation matrix from the TARDIS. That that's basically it. And now everyone knows every language, but specifically Russian. So that's enough on episode four. Uh, episode one sort of ends with them going to the seventies and. Then episode two is where we see Damien Dark, actually. Um, They're at the weapons buying thing. And um, they're trying to buy a nuke. Shit hits the fan. Um, Oh, wait, no. Actually, this is not. That's episode three when he shows up. Episode two is when we actually run into young Dr. Stein. And the timeline gets fucked from there, because Stein begins losing his wedding ring and needs to set things back into motion. Yep. And it's basically the funniest thing ever. Also, um, Sarah and Jack's getting high. <laughs> um, yeah. Not much else happens. And then she steals all the joints yeah, as they're I leaving. I did think that after was they funny. knock him out. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, as they're leaving, that was good. Oh, and then they go into the arms deal where Damien Dark is. Okay, never mind. Um, yep. Shit hits the fan. Pictures of Firestorm are taken, which leads into what happens in episode four. Um, Hawkman dies by the end of the episode in a fight because it turns out the dagger that they were trying to steal needs to be used by Hawk Girl and not Hawkman. And then Hawkman gets killed by that same blade. And... Yeah. Kendra's sad. Kendra's very sad. Oh, and it turns out she has a bit of shrapnel in her chest, too, that's gonna kill her if it's not taken care of. Well, I mean, you know who you gotta call, right? Ray Palmer! Dun, dun. It actually fits the silver All we need is an electro... We... All we need is an electro some guy who can shrink to the so size I mean, of a blood cell. <laughs> oh, that works, yeah. I mean, we can ha- we can have our first uh, Marvel DC crossover where we nah. turn Hawkwoman into Hawk Iron Woman. <laughs> That'd be interesting. With, like, rocket-powered wings instead of actual wings. <laughs> be like the Iron Spider all over again. But yeah, this is very interesting. Um, I actually have the sweet. new episode queued up. So they're still in the seventies at this point, and episode three deals with the uh, um. Well, it deals with Kendra being like saved by the combined efforts of Stein and Palmer. Stein just kind of standing there going, You can do it, Ray. Um, 
they go rob a bank, the others, uh, find out that they're all working for Vandal Savage. Oh, you know. And Sarah I kicks just more ass. I haven't seen that episode. Sarah either, kicks but more it's ass. Fine. We already started on it. Uh, Leonard, Jackson, Mick go off to Central City to steal something to change the timeline, which ends up getting fucked up anyways, because time. The timeline's gonna get fucked up so many ways. This see, with this show is not gonna be funny. What I see, what I want them to do, I want them to fuck up the timeline, have it not fixed by the end of the episode. So then something happens in one of the episodes of Flash or Arrow. Or the both. only real thing that I'm going to say That's before, what I want to happen. Um, saying anything is that... Because uh, you'll watch the episode and we can talk about what we didn't talk about later. Was that Hunter... Rip Hunter actually went back to ancient Egypt to kill Savage and failed. And that's why the team came together. Because after that point, Savage became too much of an issue for just one man to handle. I forgot to mention Kronos. Kronos showed up, too. He's sort of a time assassin. He's kind of a dick. And that happened in the pilot. Yeah, that happened. That happened yeah. in, like, and I believe so. Episode. And killed... Oh, uh, was it the pilot episode? Carter and Kendra's past life son. And also, you know... Yeah. Fucked some shit up as well. Which plays into a very interesting plot point in episode four which you know but yeah just know that I'll this episode to. deals with a lot of rip and a lot of snart i'm okay with snart <laughs> like i i always said like I've never really been into like the anti-hero type characters, but Snart is definitely. This review also made. I'm, I'm getting into Snart. Uh, I'm like the Hedgehog. It's a really cool character because the building that they go into is called the Green Hill Building, and Green Hill Zone is the first zone in Sonic, in the first Sonic game. Can't wait until they go into the Casino Night Building. Ah, okay. <gasps> oh, Den of Geeks or Den of Geek. <laughs> You're a very interesting website. Oh yeah, I know Denny. Um, yeah, and they're still in the seventies, I believe, at this point. Yeah, because they can't time jump because of uh, Kendra, but because it'll actually kill her, because it'll actually rip her. To oh shit. yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's too injured. Yeah, but that's it for Legends yep. of Tomorrow and all that fun jazz. And the final piece of note. Which we don't really have to watch all these videos if you don't want to. I just wanted to mention that Marvel won the fucking Super Bowl. Because we've got we've got X Apocalypse. That's just like a Ant-Man. commercial. Where I haven't Ant-Man seen the Ant Man and Hulk a can of Coke for uh, Hulk because Hulk's fingers are too big. But we've got X Men Ivan Ooze. I mean Apocalypse. Um. I'm sorry, he still looks like Ivan Ooze. He does not look like Apocalypse. Apocalypse, really. Um. Yeah, so. It's gonna be the final installment of this current X-Men series. And, yeah. Ah, oh, this commercial. 
You couldn't have had Paul Rudd. What's his face show up Mark for Ruffalo? two seconds? No. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Yeah. The apocalypse thing happened. That trailer was released. The Ant Man commercial with uh, opening the can of Coke, which was pretty cool. Uh, then there was the Deadpool TV spot, which I'm seeing this weekend. Yeah. I won't be. This is one of those movies where I kind of I will watch let it, you know if you like, need to watch need this now. I need to watch this now. Dude, it's already certified fresh. Well, because it's already getting really great on Rotten Tomatoes. On, like, Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it just means that 80% Which to me means of absolutely nothing. critics are like, holy shit. Like, this is a comic book movie done adult, yeah. done right. Not like the Punisher movies, or yeah. the Watchmen movie, or... <laughs> Ghost Rider. Talk about that one. Or even X-Men Origins Wolverine. And then we have the last little trailer for Captain America Civil War with zero Spider-Man. Yeah, we're not going to see Spider-Man. They're going to probably leave that. Oh yeah, no, they're not putting him in any of the promotion material. And what's really good is that the promotion material, I think, barely even scratches the surface. Did I just make a Black Panther pun? Fuck. I did. Did not mean to do that. No, I did On not. purpose? <laughs> the Black Panther, a.k.a. Geki Black? Yeah, basically. Jungle Fury um, Black Ranger? Ant-Man gets a new helmet, so that's really the only thing of note. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that. Like it was like it's like a downgrade from what his other helmet yeah, was. Yeah, and Crossbones is the villain. So it's, it's like it the new like status quo anyway. fractures the Avengers while they try to protect the world from a new and nefarious villain. And that's that. And that's what I've got. Other than some rumors and speculation that I don't really want to go into because it's just rumors and speculation. Because who knows if yeah. things will happen the way people assume things will happen. I mean, weirder things have happened. Like a Deadpool movie actually yeah. being made. <laughs> yeah. If you would have told someone five years ago that a Deadpool movie exactly. was going to be made, they wouldn't believe you. So, that's that. And an hour and almost 20 minutes in. Actually, that's not bad. Especially with our 20-minute talk about... Wow, that's what we... I think it's what we did last week, too. Yes. It's 15, 20-minute rant on... <laughs> hey, that's the conversations this podcast needs. And yeah, and again, exactly. it wasn't just a rant it about like you know, to the masses. a random show that has nothing to do with. And anything. I didn't talk about Gaim once. Yep. Well, I just only mentioned things. the name. That's it. Well, now you did. 
Wait, we're talking about. Well, Gaim? we're also not into the part where we actually will talk about Gaim. No, so. I didn't. I didn't put it on the docket. Well, I thought we were, because I was going to wait until we got right. double and then Gaim. Oh, okay. Because they kind of streamline to each other, because they're sort of a oh, okay. minute, tiny little story with some exposition. Yeah, they do. For once, but I say we actually have anyways, somewhat of a we'll plot back, going. I guess on. after. Yes. Yeah, we'll be back after the break when I. I'm just gonna say the original to Batman the theme song. So yay! No. Batman the Animated Series. Of course, you can cut this part out if you want. Oh. <laughs> well, here. If we're really gonna do that, we're gonna end it. Oh, hang on. We're gonna end it in a proper way. I should have had this planned. But I didn't. We're still going. This is still recording because I'm still talking and things are going to happen. I just have to get there eventually. Here we go. This is what we're going to end it on because... Uh, uh, here we go. Meanwhile, on the other side of the podcast... To the Batmobile. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger. Ready to move out. Nekurom Mega Uru Ode. And that's how we start this part. <laughs> I figured we went out on a sound, we come back on a sound. Why the hell not? Because I, I love Necrom sound. Here we are. I love Necrom sound. It is so awesome. <clears throat> Also, this is going to be the food part because I told Sean I haven't eaten all day and he's got french fries, so you can't beat that. Reheated Carl's Jr. french fries. Woo! I have two and a half... I've been sitting in my backpack for like five hours. I have a Carl's Jr. on campus, so it's an amazing thing. There's also a Panda Express on campus. The only thing that would make it better is if there was a Taco Bell on campus. Eh. It's Taco Bell. Nothing the Quesalupa. It's the, the new that? item that... A quesadilla? A quesadilla Chalupa. A Chalupa, Jesus. 
I feel I feel like Taco Bell is just creating monstrosities. Like we need, we just need to create. It's like we need something else. What have we got that that people when they're high are drunk? A quesadilla wrapped in a quesadilla. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> a case of taco. Already done. A taco. Ta- actually, what, it was done. Yeah. yeah. The quesarito already happened. It the just, case of taco happened. It was under a different name. Actually, they did. Yeah. They did a taco inside of a soft taco. Anyways, they're just continuously making food that people who are high or drunk will just pay out of the wazoo to buy. So, because we just heard that ghost sound, instead of talking about the ghost stuff, we're going to talk about ghost news first. We've got pictures! And the first one is an actual reveal picture of the Grateful Damashi ghost, which... Doesn't look like Ghost at all because he's not wearing a jacket. I was just gonna point. I was just gonna point that out. It looks nothing like Ghost, other than maybe the eyes and the lines. That's about it. Yeah. I mean the belt's different. Oh yeah, because it's a different belt. Because it's like the G belt or whatever. It's any for grateful. Oh, I have Hershey's Kisses by the way too. Yeah. Cookies and cream, Hershey's huh. Kisses. My girlfriend threw them at me the other day. So, that's fun. Um, and then, in the background, we get a picture of Spectre's Deep Spectre. Deep Spectre. And then the Mugen Damashi, which goes back to the Ghost Belt. Which, again, makes absolutely it's no Ghost's sense. Ghost's final form. Again, which makes absolutely no sense. That he would get a different form with a totally different belt for it to not be the final the final form. Well... Hmm. No. Can't think a way around it. I no, was going there, to use Gun as way around example, it. but it's I'm like, wait. Dumb. Kota never used a Genesis driver. I really wish he does no, so didn't. we can get the orange energy lock seed just for shits and giggles, but. I mean, they don't need a separate belt to put that out. They oh, would yeah, do it no. for the hell of it. Like, I feel like they came out with the, uh. the acorn energy lock Oh, the pinecone one? Yeah. And then they implement it. No, the pinecone. And then they implement it into the show or into the movie. So. Yeah, but anyways, um, I'm trying to think of one that would make sense with this, but there really isn't, other than... No. No, because Battleizers are usually final forms for Rangers as well. Well, see, you also haven't seen as much, because I was thinking back to the other Hesse Riders. Well, even them, because I've seen videos on... Their mid-season forms, and none of them really change belts either. Because one I can think of as a maybe exception is liner form from Deno. Because he has the main belt, but in order to transform into it, he needs to put 
the the pass in the giant sword thing. But then I guess that'd be different. I mean, that would be different because Kabuto had a final mm-hmm. form with the hyper mode. But in order to get that, he needed the hyper zector, which went on the belt. It's like the so Genesis again, the core, belt didn't change. or the key thingy for Kiwami. This is totally bonkers, yeah. but again, double hit his final form. He didn't change belts. He just had a crazy freaking, uh, like double, uh, what the hell are they called? What are the Gaia memories? There we go. Like a just like a double Gaia yeah. memory. Um. O's same belt, different. Also, stuff I will like to note: Spectre has now reached full-blown deer. Yeah, or stag. So does that mean his? It's going to be like oh, deer sword. I was going to say maybe Beetle J Stag's just going to walk in randomly with a broom, just for shits and giggles. But again, he. Would be an interesting throwaway thing. could walk into any Toku series, and no one would question it. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, he's just doing his Very thing. Very true. <laughs> he's he's what made Go Busters for me, a lot of the times. That and the whole chicken incident. I bet they changed his personality. Like, I bet his personality was was supposed to be one way. And then people realized how much they just liked him over the rest of the show, so they just said, fuck it, we're just going to go all Well, I mean, the show sort of shifted gears, too, halfway through. That's true. Yeah, but Um, we get only a picture of the belt. More tangents. But there's something over the belt, because that's an infinity sign. If you didn't realize, um, all the final forms in recent, minus Tridoron... Up until, like, from Wizard up until now, have all represented some sort of infinity. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, Wizard definitely. Well, Wizard was outright. I mean, hell, the belt shouts out Wizard was outright infinity. But Kiwami was sort of Zenith, is what people have translated Kiwami into. And Zenith is kind of the same as infinity. And Mujin as well because in the next post um, there's more of a reveal Mugen meaning infinity or Mugen 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 Mugen. it's a hard G not a soft G god damn phonetics but we're also getting a special anniversary icon remember when we got the 15 lock seed well now we're getting a 45 icon where's 30 you ask nobody gives a shit because Gaim needed 15. Where's that one? <laughs> where's, uh, where's the, the next The one? next picture set. It's a Kamen Rider Ghost Mugen Damashi, or Mugen Damashi, Deep Spectre, and Kamen Rider 45 icons oh, okay. revealed. It just had teasers, so I didn't know what was part of it. Damn, <laughs> you and your I made it as confusing as possible this time, because last time it was so streamlined, and I still got messed up somehow. So, the 45 icon will be included with an upcoming DVD release of all the online videos. Hmm. You notice the outlines of all the of the icons? lock seeds? Oh, lock seeds. Icons look like, um, 
Necroms? Oh, yeah. Because Necrom has the flat top to it, whereas the normal ones don't. Well, they do, but they don't. And it's it's yeah, it's more pronounced with Necroms, which seems to also. It might just be a one. placeholder. It might be, because I know looking at the Spectre one, you can actually kind of see a face yeah. there. If you look at like the VIS and COM in the Visual Coming, you can actually see like a face there. Uh. That's the sound of him leaning forward. But yeah, that's ghost stuff. That's ghost news. Um, ghosty ghost. Yep. Ghost. That much. Ghost did shit. Episodes. Basically. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> Onari, annoying as always. Though In episode redeemed seventeen, himself definitely redeemed a little himself. Bit. Like he went out of his way. But 16 was Necrom's reveal, right? Okay. And Necrom kicked yeah. their asses. That's, that's really the entire episode. Yeah. Oh, more definitely so more so Makoto. Which, I keep sending him the funniest picture. <laughs> that was taken at the very end of episode 17 in the post-credits. Because it, he just makes the best yeah. face possible. Um... But yeah, they get their asses handed to them over and over again. And we find out that Necrom is sort of like Beast from Wizard, except because he needs like the little minion guys to feed his power. The Ganma. the Ganma. I just call them minion people because that's what I call all the minion people. Well, they're all Ganma. Whether they're the minion people or the the big bad of the day. I was They're talking about the ones in Wizard as well, the little phantoms. Little phantom shits. Why did that fall over? God damn it. It's a ghost, man. Nah. Talking about ghosts. Ghosts there. My one and only fan. <sighs> well, technically there's one oh, in your yeah, laptop. That too. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> You're funny. Um, but... <laughs> Someone's gotta be. Okay. But Necrom literally just juices his other Ganmas to, to fuel him. While Beast kills them and then eats their remnant power. But that was a fun little parallel. Still no Common Rider Phantom, though. That's never gonna happen, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> and I do... I do feel like when Necrom eventually turns good, because you know it's gonna happen... Um, I feel like that po- that part of the power is going to disappear. It's going to disappear in the same way that Beasts was kind of written away. Yeah. I mean, it kind of was and it kind of wasn't because he still had the catchphrase, it's lunch Yeah, and in the Gaim movie, so. he sort of ate the uh, lock fruits. And I, Oh, yeah, that too, yeah. He figured out... For some reason, uh, the fruits... <laughs> the fruit has yeah, enough magical energy in it to satiate <laughs> the chimera. Because reasons. Yeah. Yep. Either that or they'll find a way to come up with some sort mm-hmm. of, like, f- 
fake, you know, sort of like vampires that don't want to suck blood. Yeah, but Beast isn't coming blood. back anytime soon because I'm pretty sure people are trying to get rid of Wizard from their brains. I, f- I feel like after the new... Well, we'll get to that. I was going to say something, but we'll get to that in a bit. Um, about new um, but then episode 17, we had <laughs> Psychic Lady who kept changing into Himiko be like, people are going to get their souls stolen by this guy who's made from scissors. Can, can I just say the production crew on this show was awesome because if you kept an eye on the woman... Her eyes kept turning blue, and what was the icon that kept running away? Newton. What I still want to Newton? know why Newton's running blue. away. Because that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's kind of funny. We'll find out next week. All right. Next week. We'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. So. But, let's see. Let's see. Scissors guy, and then gem dealer, except he's a soul dealer, who's kind of a douchebag. Akari gets her soul stolen, which prompts Onari to be like, You bitch! And get his face all cut up. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I'll, he I'll definitely give him gets an A, a plus for effort. And at one point, he actually did do damage to the Ganma, like, caught him off guard. Mm-hmm. Like. Part of me wants his character to completely change. Like, he still kind of, like, acts as the normal one. But he's not as loud. He's Be- not as... Uh, actually, I just thought I just thought of this. Onari, What's his yeah. name? Onari? What would you say his name would be in English? Maybe. Onari? <laughs> he's very onery. That's funny. I didn't think of that. I just call him Bon Bon, too. Um... In normal conversation? Yeah, that works. But, like, I want his character to, like, change, kind of. And then, like, uh... Elaine, Alan or whatever. Aron, it's, whatever. It's the French pronunciation for some dies. Like, yeah, it'd be kind of funny if, like, his character died, the belt and the icon remain. Well, it's not really a belt it so much it. as it's a wristband now, which Tyler seems to keep confusing with the necklace. Oh, right, yeah. So, if Tyler were to say show up, he'd be like, is that a necklace? <sighs> he hasn't made that mistake in a while, though. So, we're fine. It's only We're only two episodes in to supercharge. But, we're fine. Um, let's see. Himiko icon. So, we get Ghost with a more feminine fighting style. More graceful fighting style. And just kicked ass. Mainly. Mm-hmm. Lots of ass kicking. Because Lots of new ass kicking. Form. Now all all of the icons are just talking to him. Because we need plot filler. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ryoma, for giving us that, but I feel I feel like they're doing what they did for GoBusters. They ended part of a story because they realized it wasn't going anywhere, and then they said, "Fuck it, we're just going to do an entirely different story the way it probably should have been." And I that's find how it it's funny that end. the um, theme song says you only have one chance in your life, so you know, make it count. But um, 
Takaru's gotten two chances, two extra chances now. Was it technically he's had three chances? He's given two extra. <laughs> well, because he's alive, he died. He came back as a ghost. Technically died. And then his dad before. hugged him. And Again. all was well. Because his dad hugged him and then he's back superpower. It's not that he can transform into a jacket wearing motorcycle riding ass kicker. No. It's his ability to hug. <laughs> As the Toku ladies put it, his greatest superpower <sighs> is his ability to hug. They released a new episode, and I was really happy. I haven't actually listened to any of their shows. Not because of, like, oh my god, it's, it's so not bad. bad. It's, it's actually quite guys. insightful. Even though they do like Ninja. But. Teach their own. <laughs> well, I mean. We're friends Toku with Nation, Jordan yeah. from. From Toku Nation. I mean, it's in his fucking home. name. I don't I. I don't hold it against him or anything, but, you know. No. And if you liked Ninja, you're fine. It's not not a problem. Hell, even if you liked Operation Overdrive or Super Mega Force, we'll make fun of you for it. But jokingly. I can't forgive some I can't forgive some Okay, well, those shows. John's also a cynic, so, you know. There's there's a certain lot There's there's a certain line in Overdrive and Super Me Mega Force and Super Mega Force. Yeah, that but John's also a cynic, so. There's a certain but, line you yeah. don't cross it. So, crossed it. Did, oh, wait. Yeah, Necrom took over Spectre by the end of it. After kicking his ass yet a second time. Yep. Or was it a third time? I don't know. Second. It was second. Spectre Actually, just keeps getting his ass hit. We just haven't seen the other ones yet. Yep. And then because that's how it always happens. I mean, Mach was turned yep. evil for a short period of time. Yeah. He was well, playing evil, but... No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was never evil. He played it. Um, But by the end of the episode... Wait, no, that was... That was the guy thing. And that was the uh, end of that, I guess. Oh, because I, cause the guy, the guy thing and the double thing theme actually kind of go with the they're next. They're out, thing. but they haven't been subbed yet. They and they, it kind of goes with the next thing. Because if you remember, by the end of the guy thing, it kind I don't of, know. I'm just kind of bummed know. that they keep bringing Kaito back only to kill him again. <clears throat> In some capacity. Well, it's it's because he's the, you know, he's the anti the anti coda. To, yeah, you know, and some would say Michi to is too. Well, yeah, he Was, has redemption arc. I would say. Okay, so, <clears throat> and writer one. Yeah. The 
Yeah. It's a thing. It's gonna continue being a thing. Actually, this is a figure picture. I just realized that. Yeah, I was gonna say this or whole real action about, like, hero. Figure. I did not realize that, but it's still a thing. I'm gonna continue reminding you <laughs> it's a thing because they mentioned it at the very end of the episode because the lady who was possessed by Himiko gave them both keychains for the movie tie-ins. Oh, that's what it was. See, see, for some reason, I thought it was at the end no, of the No, it wasn't at the end thing. of the Why didn't you thing. correct me? I forgot that that was what you were talking about. <laughs> but, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Because I, nope. I thought it was the, the Freya nope. woman that gave them the And the then chains. they're like, who's this one? And she's like, it's a very, he's a legendary person. You're going to meet him soon. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah. Exactly. Dramatic reverse. <clears throat> Alright. And Weavers, best show. Sad news. Yeah. Eh. So that's so that's a figure. Yeah, I didn't really We're also getting a bunch of repaints of the Dino Charge Zords that nobody really gives a shit about anymore. Oh yeah. The golden T Rex, the like Miami Dolphin colored uh, Spinodio, not Spinodio, the Toba Spino, whatever yeah. the hell they're calling it. The Spinosaur Zord. And also, you know, the reddish pink slash blue Pterodon. Yeah. Anyways, the sad, sad, sad news for people. Um, I don't personally know any of his work other than what he did in Gokaiger. But he did actually but a lot more one of the uh, designers from Kamen Rider Deno, Yasushi Nirasawa. I hope your name is pronounced correctly. Uh, he passed away at age 52. About, uh, about eight days ago, so it tells you how relevant we are and how caught up we are with news. <laughs> um, he's worked with in Kamen Rider Blade uh, Kabuto Deno, Decade G I don't know what Kamen Rider G is uh, explain in a second. Golden Knight Garo and Godzilla Final Wars and he's sort of the guy who designs the monsters he designed the Imogen in Kamen Rider Deno. I saw the first episode of Deno, so I kind of know what that is. Not really, but kind of. So, you know, condolences to his family and friends. He will be missed. Eventually, by me, when I see his work. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, you haven't seen anything he's done All right. except Gokaiger. Um, okay. Little explanation. Kamen Rider G is a special they did. Um, I don't exactly know the basics around it. Um, but have, have you you've seen um video of like some of their um not really variety type shows? 
Well, no, like just like specifically like Japanese variety shows where they're all sitting around and they're all just talking, and then like you'll see like a video of something happening, and then like the bottom right or nope. one of the corners is just a video of people reacting to it. I figure it's a thing that they do. Okay, well that's a thing they do, <laughs> and um, they did they did one for an actor. I don't know his background or anything like that. Uh, but he became Common Rider G. And there was a whole story behind it. Uh, TV Nihon okay. has a subtitle, so if you want to look for Common Rider G, it's there. Um, he trans his whole th- the whole thing is about wine, and he transforms, and his belt is essentially a uh, um, a corkscrew. What the hell is it called? Yes, a corkscrew. So he takes like this bottle of wine, sticks it in the belt, and then there's a lever. He pushes down, and it pulls the cork out, and then like the liquid wine transforms okay. into Okay, all right. Rider. It's weird, but I I know it was part of like a, one of those variety type things. There's two versions of it. There's one with the audio from the variety show, and then there's one with just the audio of the special. I've listened. I've listened to both. And honestly, it's entertaining to watch both. Because with the variety version, you actually hear, like, when something happens, you hear them go, oh, okay. and there's, like, a crowd and everything, and it's really funny. And but, to yeah, some I'd happier news, that. the ninja's finally done. Grandpa died. Actually, mm-hmm. he was already dead. Turns out he's secretly the, the end shuriken. Uh-huh. Because, you know, reasons. He gets betrayed by Kiwimon Shingetsu, whatever the fuck his name is. And then Shingetsu Mega Evolves after being hit with a bunch of ceiling shurikens. Uh, or that happened beforehand, I don't know. Shit hit the fan, Grandpa faded away. Da- their dad was blurred. like, no! And everyone was like, no! Except less dramatic, because they're not as dramatic as Smooji. Smoogee's more like, Dad, no, why? He's more, he has more of a reason to be yelling out Dad than Tyler does. And then the rest of them are like, no. And then Gengetsu's like, wahaha, I'm evil. Your grandpa's dead. What are you wimps going to do now? Oh, and then, you know. The world gets fucked over. And they lose their, their powers. They all demorph yep. or dehension or whatever the term is. They still have their weapons, so they still try to kick ass and you know. Um then by the power of family and whatever the hell Star Ninja is to the rest of them. Um <laughs> uh, non blood family. That's what I they said. all change. They all just summon up enough nintality, I guess, after getting an inspirational message from Grandpa from yep. a box hidden in a tanuki. Because Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, because Japan. And um, they sort of kick Kiwimon's ass more than once. 
D it literally like D powers Kiwimon, and then Kiwimon's sealing Shuriken turns into a Ninshuriken that has no use. That's just kind of there. But is it the In same green? green as what we'll be talking about next? I don't know. Okay. Um, yes. Then, you know, more mecha shit. It really was an uneventful fight. Like, I will admit, yeah. out of 20 every, episodes like, of Ninja watched... in total. <clears throat> no, I mean, like, seasons. I have since. Let's see. I have watched every season from start to finish since Decoranger. Because pretty much nothing before that has been subbed properly. Some of them have, but earlier ones. I'm not sure I want to go back that far yet. And every season finale <clears throat> is this exuberant, it's this crazy fight. The Ninjas was not. It was one of the most lackluster finales I have ever seen in a Sentai. Like, I feel like they had something bigger planned, ran out of time, so they just did this. Because it was really pathetic. As far as Toei and all that stuff is concerned, it was really pathetic. Like, I feel like they just wanted to end it. So they just came up with the quickest thing they could do. They finished it. Everything ended. Just and then they're like, let's all six of us touch the end shuriken and wish the end shuriken away. And the world is fixed. Kiwimon dies. Kiwimon gets absorbed by Gengetsu, escapes yeah. from Gengetsu, gets killed by Gengetsu. Okay. No, died she on his died own. on his or he died on his own. Cause he came, he flew out of Gengetsu, landed on the ground, and then had a weird moment with the grandpa. Oh, yeah. and, and Gengetsu's then just a fucking douche because he absorbed his wife. No, I think he absorbed his first son, his other son, Mangetsu, absorbed his wife, then absorbed his other son. He's just like, I'm just gonna eat my entire family. What are you, Zeus? I mean, Zeus ate his own children, but... It was power, that's all he Greek cared. mythology, and we don't want to go like down he... that road. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, essentially, Gengetsu is, uh... Um, Bono, fuck, drive. Which that that Bono. video I sent to you of the Bono Gengetsu driver Bono. and the the Shingo axe. That oh my god! I didn't even think they were gonna put that functionality that in was there. Amazing, but it was bloody. I didn't fucking even know genius. that was possible. Oh my god! I had, like I well, had to I... go back and rewatch that scene. It is such a good scene. And what the, what they what they lacked is they should have put Go's yeah. voice in there saying. And I I retweeted it, like I quoted it and I mentioned it, it should, to it, it needed to happen the guys over at RRR podcast because they said they weren't going to originally get it. That's kind of more of a reason to get it now. Just for the fact to see Bono go. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. I'm going to die, aren't I? Like I wanted. I wouldn't. I want to know how that happened. Like, did he just I think he was trying to re reenact and then he just his had favorite this, scene. This axe and he just like messing around with it. 
Well, not even that. It was just like, I imagine, like, obviously for the video, that's what he did. But what if he was just sitting around, he had the belt sitting on the table, and he's just, like, messing with the shingle axe, and he just, you know, he slides the, the chaser thing in there, and all of a sudden, he hears something out of the belt, and he's like, what? And then it just lets him play out, and then he's like, okay, it's all in it Japanese. Right so... records it. <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, if you if you can follow along, no, I was talking about the guy's thought process. That's all they did, but still, because I don't think anyone in the states. Oh yeah, yet. any of the review, the the Bono driver, yeah, the driver. Because I think it was just released in Japan fairly recently via Premium Bandai. <clears throat> Excuse me. Apparently I have the hiccups now, so that's another thing we got to deal with. Um, yeah. Anyway, back to the ninja. Unfortunately, so Kyuimon dies. They do the shuriken. Everything's saved. Everybody goes about their life with Cloud. He's not Hogwarts. Speaking horrible <laughs> English, and then starting it technically, and then you've got Star Ninja speaking. But he's also now really a food salesman. English. Well, because of the metaphor early on in the because, season where... Okay. Grandpa gave Takaharu the metaphor that every single one of them was part of the dish. And he's now selling that entire dish. Oh, okay. It was one of the very, very early episodes. It was even before Star Ninja. <clears throat> But, yeah, let's just say that happened. Takaharu is just a ninja teacher. Kasumi's doing science on the ninjurikens. Nagi went to college. And is playing soccer. Which is very important that we needed to know that he's going to play soccer. Um, and... You know what I want to happen? I'm sorry, I'm cutting off. This is a thought I have to get out. The ending to Ninja with the whole, like, this is what they're up to now is essentially what they did for Geki Ranger. At the end of Geki Ranger, John, who is the Geki Red, goes on an adventure by himself. Not really spoilers, because you know they're going to beat the bad guys in the end, so it doesn't matter. But he goes out and he just travels. And at one point... He ends up in China teaching kids how to do the, the Jukin. And then where is he in the Gokaiger episode? Well, teaching like... kids how to do the Jukin. Mm-hmm. What did Takaharu do at the end of Ninja? Well, it's kind of like with Casey. He was in a park teaching kids. At the very end of the series, he was training back at the Pai Shua Academy. And then look where he is at Super Mega Force. Teaching people martial arts of sorts in a park. It's in the same vein. He's still doing See, what he was doing when though. they left. Because. But Casey became a teacher at a place. But then he that was doing it outside people. of. He was doing it outside of it when. John traveled the earth. Because he knew they were they were the super, they were the super mega force team. That's why he disappeared. Yeah, because you notice after they after he taught them, he just disappeared. 
So he realized they needed help. He helped them and then left. Or he's just bugging Probably RJ again because, you know, it's RJ. <laughs> but, yeah. Let's see. But yeah, they so they just, went off their own like ways, really and then Fuka is now that. going to a modeling agency, I guess. Yeah, because she's not a use for anything. Throughout an entire series, she yeah. did nothing. The only one who's act like there's two people in that show doing something with their lives. Oh, that's Cloud no, Cloud. No, no, he's doing something with his life. He's Everybody getting himself else an education. Doing nothing with their lives. Because he needs that education. Which is good, because he needs to be smart. To do stuff in life. But, sadly, this is not really the end for Ninager. It's just the end of the show. Well, on, on top of yeah. what we're seeing now... There are three more, more instances time. that they'll be back. One is the Tokyo crossover movie, which is yet to be subbed. Which is yet to... Which is yet to come out. I, I, I don't count. Well, that that's how much more we have happened. to deal with. We just and then seen there it. is we the guaranteed Jewoger, Ninja crossover. And just announced, mm-hmm. the V Cinema, boys versus girls, starring Takaharu and Fuka's mother, aka Mito Ninja. Yep. Who is also, also basically just a green repaint of the Akaninja suit with a skirt. Mm-hmm. There's not much else to say about that. It's going to be a shit fest. But it's going to be the first official female green ranger in Super Sentai history. So that's the only reason why it's important. That's it. It's also set. It's also set two years after the end of Ninja. So, I mean, you know. What they really should have done is they should have had the the boy who eventually became Kuemon come back as a full human with their, with his memories gone. And slowly throughout the special, they help him get his memories back, realize all the bad he did, and how he wants to, like... Reconcile? um, What's the word I'm thinking of? Like, better himself? Reconcile? Yeah, like, kind of, like, pay back everybody for what he's done, and realize the bad he's done. And then, that's when the green, uh, shuriken actually does transform into one you can use to transform. And then they hand it to him, and then they all transform together. Eh, well, we're getting a female Green Ranger instead. So. That's what they should have done. <laughs> That's it. That's all. Yeah. No, like, yep. just looking at the comments, are like, That's all anybody really cares about. Um, and then the new Sentai news, which is coming out this weekend, thank God. We get 
we get maybe new mecha new scans of stuff um and also we're getting okay so the mecha the two, there are two add-on weapons to Zhuking which is a mole and a bear there's going to be the bear has been done the mole has not the closest we've gotten to a mole is the yeah. armadillo from... And even that was paired with the rhino. Uh, Gowry, which, yeah. funnily enough, leads into our next point of yeah. the sixth Zhuoger. He's basically gold, silver, and orange at the same time, I believe. Gold, silver, and black. No, it's a... Uh... Goldish orange. He's three colors at once. Yeah, goldish orange, black, and silver. He's so essentially and guy. So essentially, he's owned. fused together as one. And it is yeah. Zhu World because because uh-huh. it looks like his base form is going to be the rhino, and it's then crocodile, the wolf yeah. and the gator are add-ons. <laughs> but yeah, Crocodile, so alligator, Jew world because we couldn't give him an animal name because he's three different animals, and well, it's actually Jew the world. His transformation device is Jew the light, and his weapon is called Jew the gun rod. <laughs> rod, and three more animal cubes: the wolf, the crocodile, and the rhino. And the next thing we get at the first picture of him, where his chest piece has all three of them on his chest, and it shows the three different faces that change whenever he changes form. This is going to be very interesting because he's not one color. Hmm. Something I find funny. <clears throat> They're essentially doing the same thing they did with Gal Ranger. And the introduction of uh, Gao Silver. Because he had three Zords too. And it was pretty close to this because he had a wolf, he had a gator, but then he had a hammerhead shark. So the only difference is Rhino. Except this time he's exhibiting traits from all so, yeah. three. Which I really like the faceplates for all, dif- all three of them. This might prove to be... A more yeah. interesting sixth than any of the sixth that I've seen so far. Definitely more impressive than Star Ninja. You know what I see when I look huh. at uh, the alligator faceplate? The dino supercharge mode. The di- the super dino drive? Color, the the, dino color drive? Like where the mouth is black. Dude, those suits are awesome though. Yeah. It's essentially well, just the okay. same suits with armor. <laughs> like, really minimal armor. I love that the, I, I I love think that it the looks helmets good, but, you know, everybody's are just like, Oh my god. I'm like, it's just... Well, yeah, and I, they got the idea from the well, one Well, when he where, accidentally uh, turns himself into half T-Rex. Daigo goes ape shit. <laughs> where he became were-dinosaur? Yeah. That's, where, that's where the idea for the visor came from. 
Yeah, they're gonna do something yeah. with it. I think because I he's think gonna, gonna try that, the supercharged charger in his standard morpher, and that's when Aqua swoops in and be like, "Hello, I am your father." At least that's what we expect. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. But yeah, but yeah, this proves to, this proves to be, like, Bitch, I'm your father, more interesting suit designs. <laughs> And it might actually be fun. And I'm looking forward to a fun Sentai team again. Because I had fun watching Tokyo. As frustrating as some of the t- stories were, it was still amusing. To an extent. I so know. I'm, I'm sorry. I was like listening to you, but also paying attention to the huh. face plates. I know exactly how they're going to transform. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Look at the base one. Yep. The middle one. You see where the horn okay. is? Mm-hmm. Now go over to the right. You see where the horn is there? It's up above it. So what's going to happen is he's going to change the faceplate. The black rhino part is going to slide up, revealing the silver. And then if you look over to the alligator, when he goes into that one, the gold Actually, part, where the mouse like is, is, is going, it's going to, to slide up and go up. Because the face the face uh, mechanic is the same as with... Yeah, uh, it's going to slide up. Everything. Jew, Con- uh, Jew Eagle, who is the red one, when he goes into Jew Gorilla, his visor changes shape too. So it's going to raise up to reveal the silver. Ah. And then from there, it's gonna raise the mouthpiece is gonna yeah. raise and up then when it when well, it goes into alligator the, the mouthpiece is gonna go up that's brilliant actually yep i, I just really that. i'm just sitting here brilliant. staring at it i'm like again seems, seems very fine. reminiscent oh. of guy as well when he changed into yeah. his uh into his uh gold form yep yeah. Shuri Kenger me with of, the because uh, he, he flips his uh, visor. Shuri Kenger, the green one, the very interesting yeah, he spins it changes. So that's what it also reminds me of. Okay, and the last bit of fun and doodah is we're actually finally going to talk about Dino Charge because we put this off so we could talk about Ghost because of the Ghost sound effect. And um, where the f- fuck did I put my notes? There, yeah. What episode two. Meh. That's how I felt after the episode. I mean, it was cool, but there really wasn't much. I mean, poison in the water. It just seems like something Woody would say when you pull the string on his back. Someone's poisoned the watering hole. Yeah, whatever it is. Also, Riley having a bully that never really was apparent until right this minute, who is now his best friend of all time. Um, people are taking that as last. It was bully, in Megaforce, and then <coughs> last you know, bully they had was in Super Megaforce, or was and then Megaforce? Troy just like dead faces at him and kicks the one his with ass, the, but... the butterfly or something like that because he's like robots. I am a robot. I am a robot. <laughs> Must become one with the robot to have fun with robot. 
This was before yeah. Robo Knight too, but you know. <laughs> and then he does. Let's see. There was a marathon. Riley finished last. Everyone forgot who they were and gave by far my favorite Tyler moment of all time. Is there a Tyler never O here? I have your wallet. And then he gets his memories back. Wait a minute. I'm Tyler. This is my wallet. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you said that, all I could think Patrick's of was wallet, uh, yeah. the SpongeBob episode. <laughs> with uh, uh, it was... the Manta Ray dude. Yeah. It's got nope. your ID in it. Is, like, is this your ID? And Chase is like, yeah, I don't know how to ride a skateboard. Nope. <laughs> it's not my wallet. And I'm like, huh? Okay. Everyone just losing their memories was hilarious. And of course, it's a Riley focus episode. And I don't know if they're doing this on purpose or not, but is it just me or does Riley seem like he's the only one who has any sort of Oh, I don't know how to put this. Not sense. It's more of a... Sense? Because someone pointed this out earlier. There's the ship going around, the Chase and Riley ship, of the one moment with the toothache episode. And people have blown it out of proportion. So much so that oh, of course. people are starting to take the uh, episode where Chase gets oh, a new course. girlfriend out of context and saying, no, it's just secretly Riley. And I just want to punch them all in the face. Yes, but they're they're just being a little more it's, aggressive it's about it. It happens in all I fandoms. Would, I just like it's okay if it. Riley's a gay character. No, when try, try being from a fandom where there's a ship of two characters that have shared absolutely no screen time. I'll one up you. Spoken to each other, they've never been in the I'm same gonna one area up you there. at the same time, but they still ship them together because reasons. Brothers. I'm not yeah. used to that. That's in an American show. Time. Two brothers incest. Lots and lots of incest. I don't know where you're trying to go at with it, but yeah, I've been there. Well, yeah, again, I've seen it happen but yeah, many no, times. The ship doesn't matter. It's That's more nothing of new a, to me. Yeah. But they're also doing a weird episode switcheroo thingy on us because originally episode three was supposed to be the one with Chase's new girlfriend, Kaylee or whatever. And now we're getting the Stranger Pillow episode where Shelby gets a, a pillow from a random stranger and she sleeps on it. This is essentially supposed to be a Halloween-based episode. Ah. Because she has nightmares. But it... Right, but a lot of people it's, it's nightmares. associate it's really nightmares Halloween. with Halloween. Nightmare on Elm Street is really the only... The title Everybody is Nightmare in Amber Beach. Part of the year. It's a straight-up reference to the Nightmare on Elm Street, is what I'm trying to get at. Okay. That's... Okay. But, yeah. I didn't know the name of it, that's why. That should. I will admit, I did not see the episode only because I 
I, I just keep forgetting. You're to not really these missing things. much. I don't mean to do this all on purpose. I just keep forgetting it. There's a memory poison involved. Kendall goes into her plesiosaur so. zord and just drops like the antidote on everyone and into the watering hole. While Riley runs around with a squirt bottle, spraying people in the face. <laughs> because it's absolutely hilarious. Heckle fakes losing his mind and now knows where the dino charge base is, tries to steal the Energems, but all the rangers... But Riley is holding all the Energems to give back to the rangers once they get their memories back. And he goes in, he's like, I'm gonna take all the energy. Oh, they're not here. <sighs> also, still no sign of Prince Philip, who showed up for ten seconds last week, or two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, their, their response would be like, wait, how come Prince Philip isn't here? Oh, he's off looking for the Aqua Energy at yeah. this place. Oh, okay. The easiest response. Um, That's your response. Kendall's still adorable <laughs> as ever, but, you know. Uh, is there anything... Is it wrong that up until this week, both show, you know, both Power Rangers and Super Sentai, the, sh the characters that I liked the best, were the ones probably not meant to be the ones that liked the to like the best, and super and intelligent, they were both powerful too. yet really like beautiful women. I I feel you there, and super intelligent because cost cut. Kasumi, well, that and Koda. Koda's just right always now, the best. Koda's always going to be the best. Oh, and Koda. Yeah, well, I, I feel any like interaction between Koda, Koda and like Ivan a, is just brilliant. Like, like a no dub. Because they're two, they're two people displaced from time trying to learn the world. Oh, yeah, because you... What's a businesswoman? I have no yeah. idea. Yep. Best line of the friggin' premiere. <laughs> a spinoff? Or a miniseries? Like, they need to make... There needs to... There Just needs a web to be series some of, sort of Ivan and Coda goofing off. They don't have to include Power Rangers or anything like that, but if you just... Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm talking like an actual series. Like, you have the actors get together and just do a show. Like, you don't, you don't even have to be Ivan and Coda. Just come up with maybe like two totally different characters. One was a caveman found frozen, you know, and the other one was a knight displaced through time from, you know, the, the court of Camelot. Yeah. And just like shit happens. That's what I want because the show would be great because again, you'd have that like, what's a businesswoman? No idea. What's a and it would just be a lot of that type of thing, club. you know, trying to get used to modern day. I don't know. Let's go check this out. A club sounds fantastic. There you go. <laughs> Why would yeah. you strip on a club? Overall, the episode the club was is made of not wood. one of the strongest. Definitely that not one of the weakest very... either. But you know, it just was there. Nothing really of value after such an interesting and like really good premiere I'm gonna say mid-season premiere because technically that's what it was 
Yeah. Episode I, I five. Feel like Dino this season's when not Aqua and Supercharge mode until uh, come into play. Uh, we do see the Dino Superdrive suits oh, for yeah. the first time. Episode, episode and five. I love the suits. Up. I just love that they have extra spikes on them. Very reminiscent of Super Dino mode from Dino Thunder. Which is still on the list of my top ten Ranger seasons. Well, carnival form, I base it on all of the Dino teams. Because, like, Mm -hmm. his pants look like Abba Ranger or Dino Char or Dino Thunder. And then his gloves, if you look at them, look exactly like the Green Rangers from uh, Jew Ranger or Mighty Morphin. They're just yellow. So they're like they've like integrated the past Dino teams into the new form. Well, we'll of the new Dino. We'll see team. how this all works out because I'm really excited to see how they'll take the whole wear dinosaur aspect. They're probably not going to go that far because it's not an actual soul of a dinosaur. Hmm. You, you know, you know what would be a great uh, a great nod to continuity if Kendall cannot fully do the supercharger because like there's some sort of like barrier or something like that that's stopping her from completing it because it, it like won't finish properly. So she makes a quick phone call to like to like Ethan. To like somehow get like their dino power because as we know the Green Ranger they coin give a still little bit of Mighty exists. Morphin dino power into it. It's the only Mighty Morphin power to remain. Yeah. Well, Jason's Red Ranger coin too, and also Adam's Mastodon coin. Also, so- oh, I wasn't. I was counting the dinosaur stuff only, and every single ninja. So power. technically, we have three coins still in operation oh dinosaurs ironically enough it's red green and black also technic tech okay watching linkara's also the super mega force keys damn it they're all back never mind how technically speaking the coins, I think, that were destroyed. Well, were yeah, the when the ninja swords were when the ninja swords were destroyed, because didn't that happen? The ninja powers ceased to beforehand? be beforehand. Well, no, 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 no. Um, in the, I'm trying to remember. What, no, what Tommy's was the one. Tommy's clone. Oh, no, the from green the coin is gone. Oh, it passed. The green coin. The no, gr- when Tommy's... He didn't have the powers anymore. Remember the, sh- the shillelagh thing that Tommy used on what people are calling Tom, it sucked the powers away. And he Tommy still has the Green Ranger powers because of Super Mega Force anyway. He ceased so. to being the Green Ranger. Well, they're just retconning everything. But if we're talking about what happened in the show... The green coin was destroyed because there was the incident uh, when they were turned to kids and Billy used that little machine that was powered by the coins to get big again. Goldar, Rita, and Zed then showed up. They both zapped the coins 
in Goldar's hands and turned them into dust. The so all of the power coins, including the Green Ranger coin, the was destroyed. Tyrannosaurus coin in Forever Red, and the Mastodon coin in Once Ranger. Because the T-Rex coin, actually, according to Austin St. John, came um, from the Dark Red Ranger or whatever. I'm trying to... Those powers weren't technically destroyed. It really doesn't make sense. Which makes no sense whatsoever. When they transferred the powers, the powers didn't the, actually the one, transfer? The one I like is Linkara saying that when they... When... When they... Transferred. No, they right, transferred. that's what I was trying to get at. But they were copied more than actually transferred. So, technically speaking, there is a Tyrannosaurus coin, which we saw. Uh, the Mastodon coin, which we saw, even though it was broken. I don't really think they said how. And then, well, Zach would have a working Black speaking, Ranger coin. Technically speaking, has and a then working Yellow Ranger that one, coin. The, the broken Mastodon coin was fixed in Once yeah, a Ranger. By the Sentinel Knight. Technically, Kira still has her Dino Gem powers as well because of the yeah. Sentinel Knight. Well, so, he didn't take away the. There was no in show him taking the powers probably, away yeah. from the two of them. Those were the only two that actually had powers that disappeared. Mystic Forces didn't. Oh, wait, Ninja Storms as well. Ninja Storms was given back too. Actually, that's a good question. No, but when... To well, Tori, that's what I meant. But then destroyed. Because they had <laughs> one use left for the team-up. Except Tori. Again. But, like, as far as as far as far full teams go, uh, Dino Charge... Not Dino Charge. Dino Thunder was never actually explained. Because technically they lost the powers at the end of the show. But in the team... In the... In the one team up with SPD, where it was after the show, because there was the other one where it happened during the show. Dino Gems. The one that happened after, they, the Energy Gems were not working. The one guy was trying... Dino Gems. I'm going to keep doing that. Uh, the Dino Gems weren't working. The one professor tried to make them work. They stole the Dino Gems, made it to SPD, where Cat made them work and turned them into the Morphers. In order to send them back, they used the morphers. So would that technically mean that the Dino Thunder morphers are working? Are no, nope, probably used up the entire. Well, see, we don't entire know entire reserve. We don't know that. And she reconstituted them one time. Why can't she do it again? So I mean, technically speaking, the Dino Thunder morphers are in workable condition, just in the year twenty twenty five. So technically speaking, the powers work. They just can't access them. Because the Dino Gems are gone. They're sitting in a museum collecting dust. In the year 2025. <laughs> no, actually at the end of Dino Thunder. Well, again, the SPD team-up takes up take takes place after Dino Thunder. Right, I'm just saying, for in Dino Thunder's continuity, they're just sitting in a museum, just chilling. Well, no, because the team-up took place... The team up with Dino Thunder and I, SPD I takes place in Dino Thunder continuity. Yeah, I know. All right. Anyways, <laughs> it's just too much nonsense for my brain to handle right now, and I'm usually the one spouting the nonsense at you. Yeah. I just have had a long day. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
But yeah, we're gonna so, end because we're at like two hours and fifty-five minutes probably by now, roughly. Actually, no, we're at an hour five for this half. For this half, yeah. But then, and an hour twenty for the other half. Oh, okay. Never two mind. and a half hours, not bad. Yeah. A little, Anyways, a little bit more than that because I got to put in music and stuff too. So. But I mean, of us talking. Yep. Yeah. Woo! Episode finished. Uh, we'll probably record not next Saturday, but the following Saturday. So It'll be the weekend of the twenty sixth. Yep. So we're gonna have. A, so it'll be the twenty seventh. We're probably gonna have a lot to talk about because there's gonna be you know, two episodes of Jewoger, two episodes of Ghost, two episodes, three episodes of Flash, two episodes of Supergirl, two episodes of Arrow, two episodes of Legends of Tomorrow, two Actually, episodes of Dino Charge. It'll be four episodes of. No, it'll be three. It'll be three episodes of, uh... No, because you haven't seen episode three either. Of what? So it'll... Oh, of Legends of Legends. Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, so we're probably going to have four episodes of that. Well, we talked about episode three. Yeah. So it's just But I'll, re- I'll refer back to it. Okay. And, I mean, if we really want to, Agent Carter... Nope. No. I have no... I'm sorry. I have... Haley Atwell is amazing. She's a fantastic actor and drop-dead gorgeous. Agent Carter, I just can't find fascinating i just can't get into it i don't know why okay. i just can't all right well agents of shield supposedly comes back at the end of the month so yeah but that won't be until march when we talk about it yep okay all right so uh john who makes a lot dr disco at snarky sean <laughs> uh pot you know uh, yeah, podcast Geek Tokopod on Twitter. I'm not gonna say the rest. I feel like at this point everybody knows it. If you're listening to it, if not, then I don't know how you found this. But yeah, if you've got any questions, comments, blah blah blah, tweet one feel of us. Free to tweet one of us. Tweet at the Geek Tokopod. I've got Tweet Deck, so I can see both. You know, unless I have to get rid of it to play like Rocket League or something. I got multiple account thingy on Twitter. So yeah, fun stuff. So. Yep, and we'll see you in two weeks. And actually two weeks this time. Oh, yeah. Uh, see you later. Bye-bye. In a world full of strife, we